Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. world and thank you for tuning in we're continuing actually we possibly are finishing our series on the blessing of the lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it that's out of proverbs 10 22 today we're going to discuss the subject of nope that's not good enough and what i mean by that is taking our authority concerning the blessings of god genesis 1 27 through 28 says so god created man in his own image In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God told us to take dominion. He wants us to rule and reign on the earth. If we're going to take dominion on earth, we're going to have to submit to God and resist the devil. James 4, 7 says, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil and he'll flee from you and second corinthians 120 says for all the promises of god in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of god through us when things are short of the blessings of god we need to be bold and take authority over our adversary and say nope that's not good enough well what are the blessings of god that make us rich and god adds no sorrow to them of course it would be salvation then healing the baptism of the Holy Spirit, deliverance, eternal life, being new creatures in Christ, prosperity, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption, and all things work for the good of them that love the Lord. What we sow, we shall also reap. And there's the blessings of the tithe and the blessings of giving, the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 1.20 in the Amplified says, For as many are the promises of God, they all find their yes answer in him or in Christ. For this reason we also utter the amen so be it to God through him in his person and by his agency to the glory of God. We need to learn how to rebuke Satan and his kingdom of darkness. And when things are short of the blessings of God, we need to declare to him, Nope, that's not good enough. Now, it's not discontent. It's not that we're dissatisfied. It's not being greedy, and it's not selfishness. It's not covetousness, and it's not arrogance. It's really the good fight of faith. 1 Timothy 6.12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you are also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You see, it's thankfulness for what we have, but believing for better. Ask yourself, where's the blessing? And don't settle for less. 
I had a friend who was looking for a home, and she just couldn't find the right house and almost accepted something that really wasn't what she wanted. I told her, don't settle for less. Only accept what you consider the blessing. Then there was that day that she called me and said, I think I found the blessing. I went to take a look at it, and I said, yes, that's the blessing. That's good enough. If it comes short of the blessing, believe for better. Some people say, well, that sickness is just in the family. I say, nope, that's not good enough. Some people say, I've had this pain in my knees for years and I've just grown used to it. I say, nope, that's not good enough. Some people say, well, that car is really in bad shape, but it's got a few more miles on it. I say, that's not good enough. Some people say, I just can't seem to beat this addiction. I would say, that's not good enough. Some people would say, I've been depressed for days. I would say, that's not good enough. Some people would say, I have had high blood pressure since I was young. I would say, that's not good enough. Some people would say, all the men in my family have died at an early age. I would say, that's not good enough. You see, we have to be bold enough to say no to any part of the curse. How? We'll find a scripture that promises the promise. God says he sent his word and healed us. He said, by his stripes, we are healed. We need to look at sickness and say, nope, that's not good enough. That's not the blessing of God. I'm looking for the blessing. I received the blessing, and the curse is definitely not the blessing. And I've been redeemed from the curse of the law by the blood of Jesus Christ. There are things we can't change. We can't change another person's will. We can't claim a promise from God that's not in the word. But we can claim God's blessings that he's promised. And when anything comes short of that, we can say, nope, devil, that's not good enough. I'm believing for God's blessing. It's not pride, not selfishness or greed, as I said. It's faith in a God who's more than enough. Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We're supposed to live the servant's life but in the blessings of God. We have the choice of walking in the spirit or walking in our emotions. We can let depression, we can let loneliness, we can let those things try to take over us, but we need to say, nope, that's not good enough because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Always have scripture to prove the blessing you're believing God for. Why? Because Romans 4.16 says, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Hebrews 10.23 in the Amplified, So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable and sure and faithful to his word. And Hebrews 10.35, Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. You see, we need to be on the offensive, not just the defensive. We need to believe it in our heart and confess it with our mouth and claim it, the promises of God that he has given us word for. We need to resist the devil and let him flee. Ephesians six ten through 16 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. It's not time to be namby-pamby, weak, indecisive, feeble, spineless, cowardly, and having no confidence. Matthew eleven twelve says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Again, we need to submit to God and resist the devil. There are times we need to cast devils out. Why? Because the blessings of the Lord belong to us. Matthew eleven twelve in the Amplified Version says, And from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault, and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize, and share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with the most ardent zeal and intense exertion. It's called the fight of faith. It's the good fight of faith. Proverbs 10.22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. As I've said from the very beginning, God is looking for a strong church, a bold church, one that will stand on the promises of God and make declaration of their blessing. It's not an attitude of selfishness. It's not to receive God's blessing unto our flesh. It's understanding that prosperity is for us to be able to give. Prosperity enables us to carry the gospel of Jesus to the world. We can't do it if we're poor, broken, sick, and oppressed. I do believe in the prosperity of God, and I do believe we receive it by our faith. And faith speaks. For what we believe in our heart, we speak with our mouth, and it comes to pass. It's taking the dominion. It's ruling and reigning on the earth through Christ. So, we've talked about the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Out of Proverbs 10, 22. And third John 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. In Psalm thirty-five twenty-seven, Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause, and let them say continually, Let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. We talked about the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and the blessing is the enablement to produce. The why of God's blessing, we talked about that, to establish his covenant on the earth. And where it comes from? It comes from the treasures of heaven, his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We talked about why God created man to take dominion over the earth and to prosper and to multiply. We talked about the importance of our attitude of humility and thanksgiving before God without pride and selfishness and lust of the flesh. We talk about the supernatural in God's blessings and understanding supernatural streams rather than depending on natural streams. We talked about the power of a seed and how it grows and how to receive the harvest by what we speak. We talked about how the promise is sure to all of the elect and that we should say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. It's because the promise is sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham. See, by grace, through faith that works by love, all of the blessings of God are our inheritance. And Ecclesiastes 5.19 says that every man to whom God has given riches and wealth and given him power to eat of it to receive his heritage and rejoice in his labor because this is the gift of God. 
Yes, 2 Corinthians one twenty says, All the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. And no, it's not good enough if there's any part of our lives that aren't matching up to the blessings of God. Let's believe in the power of prosperity. Let's rebuke the devil and receive all of God's blessings, not just salvation, not just the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking with other tongues, and not just wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification, but let's believe for prosperity too. It's God's will. It's God's will above all things that we prosper and be in health. It's the good fight of faith. Don't let go. Don't receive something that's short of the blessing. Say, nope, that's not good enough. And when you find the blessing, say, yeah, that's very good. That's good enough. Praise the Lord. It's not pride, selfishness, or greed. It's faith in a God who's more than enough. He is our Heavenly Father. And we know that without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek them. Yes, we are to live the servant's life, but we are also to live in the blessings of God. I certainly have enjoyed this series. And our time is up. So I want you to tune in tomorrow, same time, same channel, as we continue a new series and learn more about the Word of God. Are you ready for this? I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.